very difficult to sell um, a business when you've got one mega client. And if that client leaves, all of a sudden you're in the red. Okay. Very difficult. This is the first thing they'll look at. They'd be like, I'm not doing this. Right? So how do you fix that? Make sure that... Welcome back to Agency Masters. I'm Rob Bailey, and this podcast is where I share the strategies, systems, and insights I've gained from selling my own agency and helping over 20,000 digital agencies grow and do the same. My hope is that the content here is valuable to you along your journey and that you share, review, and enjoy. Everybody, welcome to today's podcast episode on Agency Masters. I'm Rob Bailey, and I'm really excited actually about this particular episode because I just got back from doing a speaking gig at an event where we were training a ton of high-level user, uh, excuse me, high-level users. Um, some folks are doing some great things using the high-level platform. Uh, I would say about 98% of which are running um, an agency play or a SaaSpreneur play or hybrid agency play. Uh, where they're offering something like a service with uh, with a software package. Now, a lot of those people had made a ton of mistakes and either, you know, ongoing or uh, previously in the past, and they just knew that they did not want to make those same mistakes again. Um, so I had, um, you know, probably about three dozen conversations with people in addition to having an almost hour-long speaking slot. And... And when I spoke with a lot of the the folks who were there, um, you know, hard work was not part of the problem. Everyone there was driven, motivated, had been doing something in the business for any length of time. It was a really wide range from just getting started all the way to having been in uh, the agency world for like a few years, uh, excuse me, a few decades, <laughs> not a few years. Um, so, you know, some people with a breadth of experience and the thing that I noticed there that um, might not surprise you if you understand the theme of this podcast, uh, but that was just a good reminder for me was was just that, um, you know, no amount of effort will fix your model problems, right? This is true in business at large, but especially for agency owners. Uh, I just talked to a ton of people who are, who are still trapped in this, um, you know, time for money exchange. Or they were, you know, stuck underpricing themselves because they're in a commoditized uh, offering. They're using a commoditized offering out there in the marketplace. And so, you know, a lot of the folks were experiencing things like getting undercut and and things that were sort of uh, pricing-wise going to a race to the bottom. Or they just weren't getting enough leverage, meaning um, they were making good, you know, decent money, good money. Um, by uh, anyone who's got a jobs standards, but they didn't have any sort of leverage that was giving them the upside they hoped they would have uh, in their business, right? So it's one thing to start a business and and work hard and make about, you know, as much as you would working at a job, but it's another thing to have said to yourself, okay, by this time, I think I would have given myself enough runway or enough of a chance uh, in order to be, where I want to be, which is hopefully further than, you know, you get at a job. Otherwise you can scrap all the problems and headaches and stress and late nights and all that stuff and just relax and get some sleep and go to work the next day. Right. Um, and show up. Uh, but that's not what entrepreneurs do. So a ton of them were looking for that extra upside that they'd, you know, sort of elusively been chasing for most of their, uh, careers as business owners and entrepreneurs. So, all that to say, um, there were a couple key points that um, I spoke about in my in my keynote presentation there 
that folks said really resonated with them. And a couple of them are in a book that I recommend everybody who's an agency owner um, and or everyone who is um, in a business where they're attempting to productize or or uh, systemize systematize their their business um, in order to get more leverage. Okay, um, so it applies to both of those. But the the book that I recommend reading is called Built to Sell. It's by John Warlow. Um, I have sent this book to probably a few hundred people in my career, and I read it over again approximately once a year. Um, it's a very quick read. It's about 146 pages in this size book, so really thin. You could probably blaze through it in an afternoon or something. Um, but I love this book because it's it's about an agency owner who is doing what I was doing in my first agency, which was totally custom work. We had a generalized offer. Um, we were not specific. We were not charging up front. We're making all the mistakes in a book and in the book. And literally this book lists all the mistakes that um, hopefully you won't be making forever. And it lists all the ways that you can solve them. So it's a great anecdote. It's about an agency owner who removed himself from his business um, by productizing and specializing and then finally replacing himself and having a successful exit of that business. Um, the reason why I'm bringing this book up is because this was uh, one of the books that encouraged me to go ahead and productize my offer in my agency, my second agency. So my first agency was a total disaster. It was a you know jack of all trades, general offer. We can do any type of digital marketing work for any kind of business sort of offer out there. Built it up to seven figures. The problem with that business was that there was very, very thin margins. And most of our income was coming from just a handful of clients. And I'll talk about that here in a second. So after three years, my business partner and I got burned out. I call this my seven-figure agency failure. And the tale of two agencies is sort of like, you know, I refired up, rebooted a brand new agency after that, productized services, charged up front, um, only helped a very specific type of client with a very specific um, offering. And that was a completely different, completely different experience. Um, also grew that one to seven figures, uh, had unicorn-like margins in that one, um, and uh, you know, scaled to 535 locations as clients. Uh, no one client had a grip hold on us, which was fantastic, meaning if one quit, we were completely fine. We could go refill that seat the very next day or the very next week. Um, and we did so in a way where we got in, positioned ourselves for um, a ton of referrals. We work with some of the biggest franchises in the U.S. in the fitness industry. And um, I ended up exiting that business successfully. And so that was a wildly different experience. I'd never taken more vacation days in my life. I never um, spent so much time with my family. We were having kids through that the, the, that phase. And um, and so at home, I was home a lot. I got to spend a lot of time with my my little ones at the most, arguably the most important phase of their life, right? So... Um, Tons of advantages there. We went to the beach all the time. We took great vacations. I mean, the list goes on and on. It was it felt completely different for me. And we served so many more clients in the process. So all of that was good things. That's why I love this book. It's almost like this guy's agency came to reality for me in this story, right? This story by John Warlow. So I believe it's a fictional story, but it's there's so many um congruences with the way it happened for me. And I wish I had that aha moment sooner. So this book is like, I don't know, 15 bucks or something. 
uh, find it on Amazon. I don't know, John, I don't get indoors for reading it. I just think it's the perfect read for any uh, agency owner, specifically agency owner, because it's about an agency. Um, but any business that's looking to systematize, you know, build their, uh, their business to sell, et cetera. So having said that, here's a couple of key tips um, I want to highlight because I talked about these concepts um, on stage and people said it really helped. So I thought I might share them with you as well. I can't share the, uh, the live event uh, replay, the keynote there, or at least not quite yet because people paid uh, for that, for, for seats at that event. And I was certainly not the only speaker. Um, but what I can do is kind of highlight some of these and I think they'll be useful and helpful. So here they are. Um, and, and by the way, the whole premise of this is to, it just like from a bird's eye view, is to run your agency and not let your agency run you, right? The people who are agency masters have figured this out. The people who, who you see in your gosh, you're like, gosh, that person has it all, quote unquote, right? They get to make their own schedule. They don't have to work unless they want to work. Um, they've got a great team. They've got great clients. They seem like they're having fun. Their margins are healthy. They're not freaking out if, you know, a single client, lead, like all this stuff, right? Some people see that person and they go, oh, privilege or, oh, you know, they must have gotten lucky or, oh, you know, fill in the blank here. Whatever the the, the, the thing is that you think, but I guarantee you 98. whatever percent of this has to do with the model that this person chose. And that does almost all of the heavy lifting. Okay. Again, just assuming we're not couch potatoes and that we're putting the effort in, which most entrepreneurs don't have a problem with. Okay. So. Here's some of the tips at the end of this book. Um, and in the chapters, they go into the story and the anecdotes about this and explain it. But I'm just boiling, boiling this down for you. So here's um, tip one. Don't generalize, specialize. If you focus on doing one thing well and hire specialists in that area, the quality of your work will improve and you will stand out amongst your... I cannot stress this enough. Y'all, the, the ones who are killing it in the digital agency space right now or the SMMA space, the social social media marketing agency space are the ones who specialize at something. The ones who come in offering, Hey, I'm going to do social posting for you. And I'm going to, you know, do your, redo your website. And, you know, I'm going to send out monthly newsletters for you through email and like all this stuff. All those are commoditized services. Um, you better specialize and be the best at it. If you are going to do that with those. Right. Um, but in largely those are gen like, generic offers. Okay. And what do I mean by that? Like anything that you see, like if you're checking out in GoDaddy, for example, if you're checking out in GoDaddy and, and you see that they tack on, Hey, you can also broadcast, you know, with your domain, you can broadcast emails through us or we will throw up a brand new website. Right. Or, uh, you know, anything like that, you are literally going to have to compete with a race to the bottom pricing offer on that. So um, in my experience, this is just my experience, of course, but um, I think that uh, the people who are crushing it the most are doing, you know, barely, if any at all, of the generic stuff. So specialize, okay? Everybody that I see that's absolutely destroying it, specialize in, it specializes in something and does it really, really well. And it's usually outcome-based, meaning client um, can see a very positive result from that, right? And, and when that happens, the client 
um, has this aha moment where they say, oh, you know what? It's going to be super painful for me to turn this off because I can't just go find, go find it somewhere cheaper without sacrificing a ton, right? So an example of that is like when we would do um, Facebook ads, we would follow up with the leads for the client. Well, the average small business is super busy, right? And when clients are, are so busy that they're um, having to do everything in their business, the last thing they can do is typically the most important thing that they have to do in order to make more sales. And that is following up with the leads quickly, right? Like in the local search game, this is the game for small businesses, okay? So there's a stat out there, Google says this, 80% um, uh, of the time, the sale goes to the first business to respond when someone is performing a local search. So think about that. 80% of the time, the first person to pick up the proverbial phone or the real phone wins that business. So that's the game. That is literally the game. Um, and if for some reason you miss them, then that game becomes follow-up touches, right? Uh, it takes eight to 12 touches uh, to close someone if you don't pick up the phone right away. So that's literally it. Like if you just did that well, you could help your clients make so much more money from the stuff that they're probably already doing, right? And so when I say, you know, um, do something that's outcome-based, help them solve that problem. Like, you know, when we were helping gyms, like think of a typical gym owner. They've got the phone ringing. They've got walk-ins happening. They're probably teaching a class. Uh, dang, the toilet needs to be cleaned. It's awful in there. They're in there doing that. Um, holy cow, I forgot to pay this bill. Let's keep the lights on. Um, shoot, we're out of t-shirts. Uh, you know, we need to order more so that we can give away our welcome bundles when people come in. Um, and you know what? Darn it, somebody just quit. So I got to jump in and teach another class tonight. Um, shoot, I might as well sleep here. I got to get up tomorrow at 6 a.m. to, or five, you know, in the gym, that's like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. to teach the first class because somebody just quit on me. Do you think the thing that that gym owner is doing is sitting around waiting for some, like a lead to come in? Absolutely not. It's totally ridiculous in that scenario. If, if that's the way that they're operating, it's ridiculous for you to just dump a lead in their lap and expect them to drop everything, right? So when you say it out loud and you're in a small business setting or you're in a client's business setting, let's say, it doesn't even matter if it's small business, I, I recommend you guys go do this so you can see what it's like, see what the real problems are. But in my opinion, if you specialize in doing something like, um, you know, solving the speed to lead problem for your client, which is my favorite way to help them, you are a specialist. It's very, very difficult for someone to go out and commoditize that because it takes a higher level of skill, it takes more organization, it takes more automation, um, you know, it takes software, which you can provide to them now using a platform like High Level. So these are always specialized, right? Versus saying, yeah, I can send out one broadcast email per month for you too and post something generic on your social media timeline. Who knows if anyone will even see it, right? So this is what I'm talking about. I'm just telling you guys, the people who are absolutely crushing it in the agency, in the agency hybrid, in the SMMA space, um, in the, the agency software space, they all specialize in something, guys. So figure out what that is for you. Cannot recommend it enough. Um, and if you want help with that, you can just copy what we did, by the way. So that's there. Uh, shout out to myself for creating a free group where you can go there and learn that. It's just robbailey.com slash group. Um, I feel like Snoop Dogg a little bit. I want to thank me for making the group where you can go get this. I want to thank me for giving you our system for free. I want to thank me 
for helping you productize your service for free starting today if you want. So go to robbailey.com. Play on, play. Getting. So, um, but you definitely can swipe it for free in my group. That, that part was serious. All right, tip number two. Relying have too heavily on one client is risky and will turn off potential buyers. Make sure that no... Okay, a little bit of context. Relying too heavily on one client is risky and will turn off potential buyers. When he says buyers, he means... He doesn't mean customers or... or um, you know, small business customers or clients, he means buyers of your agency. So like a private equity firm buying your agency. Very difficult to sell um, a business when you've got one mega client. And if that client leaves, all of a sudden you're in the red. Okay. Very difficult. This is the first thing to look at. They'd be like, I'm not doing this. Right. So how do you fix that? Make sure that no one client makes up more than 15% of your revenue. Guys, there was times when I had there was times when I had probably, gosh, I want to say something that I know is accurate. There was times when I had probably clients that were worth 25 to 40%, 25 to 40% of our, of our total revenue roll. Right. And I'm not talking about when we were just getting started because if you have one client, you know, obviously that that's not really and you're just getting started out, that's not really something to consider. But by year three, if you have this problem and one client quits, like your biggest client quits and you're immediately in the red, oh man, that's a red flag. So we got to fix your business. That's again, that's not that you're doing a poor job for this client or anything like that. It's that you have have to take the um, take the responsibility of saying, okay, that's not my client's problem. That's my problem. And um, if I can get it to where one client leaves and we can easily replace that client, then now I know that I've got a productized system. And even better, I don't have to go out and hunt to get that new client put back in and replaced on our roster. That that would be ideal, right? That's something to work towards for most of you probably. But you do not want, um, you know, most of your guys' margins are only 15%. So that means if you're profiting 15% per month, which is not great, by the way, um, and that client leaves, you're immediately at break even or, or less than zero, right? So very dangerous place to be. Uh, there's a reason why um, people buying businesses will not buy your agency or business at large if you lose one huge client. It's just too risky. All right. So you shouldn't be assuming that risk either as the person who owns the business right now. So make sure that no one client makes up more than 15% of your revenue, right? Let's see. Um Okay, here's another tip, right? So in our agency, we always charged up front. Once I learned this, I I never looked back. Um, Here's the third tip, and we'll wrap this one up. Avoid the cash suck. Once you've standardized your your service or productized your service, charge up front or use progress billing to create a positive cash flow cycle. Now, this is one that I had to learn for a long... uh, uh, This is one that I had to learn the hard way and didn't understand for a long time. When I first um, signed up for uh, billing software, when I first signed up for billing software, um, I actually, I actually did not even know what what billing cycles were. Okay, all I knew was that I could I could get a yes, and the client would agree to pay me. And so what I would do was I signed up for um, you know an online bookkeeping system. I won't name it right now, but 
that like in there, they had it all set up to where it would just be like an invoicing, like a net 15 or net 30 invoicing system. So I just thought the clients would pay on time when I sent that. Boy, was I wrong. Um, so guys, you do not, especially the smaller you are, you do not have to send clients invoices. Like they can jump over your hoop to get your productized service and your billing cycle um, does not have to be 15 or 30 days after you get started on the work. You can charge them up front and start fulfilling on the work right away. That is okay to do. If if you did not know that, um, I, you know, it, like I'm telling you, it's okay at this point. Okay. So um, those are the three tips. Um, I really highly recommend that you start collecting cash up front. Um, once you get used to it, it's a breeze. It's literally just one little objection from a client. Um, but definitely... Uh, Read this book and learn how to run your agency and don't let it run you. The whole book is fantastic. It might take you an hour or two to read. Um, but those are some key tenets I keep saying. This is the, in other words, this is a common mistake that I see with lots of agency owners, experienced and inexperienced alike. Uh, if you like this episode, drop me some comments, uh, share, share some thoughts below. Uh, let me know how you've um, you know, used these types of things in your business to make them better. And if you haven't, what you look forward to doing. So I'll see you guys in the next episode and get out there. Good luck to you. We'll see you in the next one.